Welcome to the Top Gun Minute, a daily podcast in which we analyze, scrutinize, and go two versus two in the movie Top Gun, one holy shit minute at a time. I'm your pilot, Brian Kaboom Boucher, and with me again today is Chris Hinchman Henry. Well, thanks for having me back on. It's a pleasure. All right, we are here to talk about Minute 57. Minute 57 begins with some vectoring and ends with some braking. So yeah, this is the first time we're seeing uh, two versus two in the in the training mode. You know, we saw you know two versus two at the beginning of the movie. You know, when it was, you know, they were out in the Indian Ocean. But now we're in school, so it, it's all training. Yep, and it's a good thing that you're here because uh, you know a lot about aeronautics and stuff. So this uh, three miles, ten o'clock. You know, there's two A4s left, 10 o'clock level, continue left turn. Do you know what all that means? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I was an air traffic controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you know, what they're telling him, I'm not looking at the actual script at the moment, but uh, what they're telling him is uh, what direction to look. So um, if you think about putting a clock, putting your aircraft right in the middle of a, uh, of a clock, mm-hmm. the nose pointed straight up at 12 o'clock. Uh, so if someone says, you know, uh, you know, that you've got bogeys left 10 o'clock, think about it, looking out of your airplane at 10 o'clock would be slightly off your nose to the left side. Right. Yes. Uh, so they'll be saying, you know, uh, left 10 o'clock low or high or level, uh, mm-hmm. depending on uh, which way they want you to look. So they might say, uh, you know, bogey is or a two, a four is left 10 o'clock low. That means that if you look out your nose to the left side and look down, you should see these two A4s or whatever it is that you're looking for. Uh, so that's what it is. It's trying to give you a, a, a distance, uh, a heading, and then up or down, you know, wh- which way to look for these things. So uh, that, that's kind of how, how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've, I've looked a few times doing my research and trying to figure out how to, you know, what is vectoring and how you, you know, I was trying to teach myself what it meant, you know, and, and it, it, it's confusing. And in the civilian world, it's a little bit different. Like usually if I was calling out traffic for somebody, I'd say something like traffic two o'clock, three miles southbound to 737. Uh, And what all that meant is your traffic, your direction, where it's going. And hey, by the way, this is the aircraft type. Um, So you can kind of get an idea of you might look out and see more than one airplane. This is exactly how I want you to see it. I want you to see that this is a 737 or an A4 or whatever it is I'm calling out for you. So, yeah. Oh, but it's cool because, um, yeah, they says that. And then, you know, Maverick says, you know, continue left turn. And then you see both the planes make a, you know, slightly bank towards the left, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, yeah. It all ties it, together and the, the editing is really good. It makes it look like, yep, got it. We're going after that bogey at 10 o'clock. Yeah. But then we hear this voice. <laughs> Good morning. Temperature is 110 degrees, you know, and yeah, I might have not have said that verbatim, but yeah, we know it's Viper. Holy shit, it's Viper. <laughs> yeah. so, so I've got a story about this. Okay. 
uh, for Air Venture this year for the Air, Oshkosh Air Show where I work. Uh, we're planning a discussion panel of Top Gun veterans uh, from the real Top Gun, but a lot of them appeared in the movie or had roles in the movie. Uh, one of the gentlemen is Pete Pettigrew. Yes. And Pete Pettigrew is the real Viper. Yes. Uh, and uh, he called me when I, I called the museum uh, looking for him that he volunteers at. And he came back and uh, they passed along the message for me. And when he called me back, um, he literally uh, said, you know, like, good morning. Uh, it's uh, 85 degrees here in San Diego. How are you doing in Wisconsin? And I'm like, holy crap, it's Viper. I mean, and that's literally <laughs> like the, the reaction I had. Oh, well, yeah. You know, and I because I looked at my caller ID at that point and it's showing his name and I'm like, oh, my God. So uh, <laughs> really, really exciting, uh, exciting day at work. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 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 that That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, like, cool. yeah, that's like I you were on the Apollo 13 minute with Jim O'Kane, and I heard the story about uh, he was you guys were doing your well he was doing uh, the Rocketeer minute, and one morning at two o'clock two o'clock in the morning, you know you know when you're a podcaster and you're doing movies like this you you. You put out your info out to the world, you know, say, hey, could you come on or if, if you'd like or at least listen to the show and maybe somebody from the movies or that was an actor, a crew member, an extra, anybody that would want to come on and talk for a few minutes about the movie. You know, you put it out there and he says, "It's what's the worst they could do? Say no. You know, so he put it out there and. uh Oh man, what's his name? Billy. Billy Campbell. Yeah, yeah. yeah Billy Campbell, uh, who is the star of the Rocketeer, found this out, and he messaged Jim O'Kane at two o'clock in the morning. You know, saying, "Hey, I've been listening to your podcast, and I'm laughing my ass off here. You know, I would love to come on and talk to you a little bit. You know," and he ended up being basically a co-host. You know, for like forty episodes. Yeah. So that's extremely awesome so i'm guessing he, you and him kind of have that same had that same feeling oh yeah there. yeah and we had some of that with the apollo uh minutes uh, we got a few people from the movie and a few of the real guys who uh it was kind of wild like they'd come on for one and they're like that was pretty fun i'll do another one you know it was it was pretty fun so yeah, yeah, yeah. always a good time yeah uh, i'm hoping you know, when i get to go to go to the san diego next month um uh, yeah, I'll get to, I'll get to see these people. I actually get, I'll be able to actually talk to them. There's like, there's like 10, 10 of these pilots that are going to be there. Pete Pettigrew is one of them, you know, it's going to be there. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have chills all day long. I know. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So he says it's 110 degrees, you know, now it's kind of funny. He says that because it's a sweaty movie. Everybody, you know, yeah. you know, everybody thinks that it's like super hot in San Diego, but it's really not. It's usually a very mild, you know, pleasant that they said it's like the most pleasant weather you're going to find anywhere in America. You know, it's always anywhere from 75 to 80 degrees all year long. So not exactly, you know, <laughs> super sweaty weather, you know, but, it was very. It was the same way when I was there. It was like eighty degrees and sunny and clear and not humid. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, but 
okay, they're flying over a desert in Nevada. So maybe it is 110 degrees there, but I, you know, I remember it's just maybe just a kind of a way to subliminally tell, make the audience believe it's super hot all the time there, you know, but actually they're, you know, it's where they're flying at over and over Fallon in Nevada. Yeah, it's very much, uh, very could be the case or it's heating up because he arrived maybe, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's now it's yeah. going to get hot or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty wild though. It's a, it's a good line and uh, a great way to, to call on the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, they, you know, Wolfman's the one that says, Holy shit, it's Viper. And, and then, you know, so like Hollywood and Wolfman, you know, I'm, from the way the movie has given to us that they haven't been doing so great. It's always been Iceman and Maverick. There are always, it's, that's the competition. It's between them two it, and Hollywood and Wolfman are in the background. Same with Sundown and Chipper. Yeah. They haven't been doing so good. So yeah, they're going up against Viper now, the, the best of the best, you know, that there's ever been apparently. Yeah, of course, they're going to be kind of worried. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, Goose says, Viper's up here. And then he kind of muffles, you know, muffles himself. He's like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> great. I guess he's kind of worried because I, I would imagine he's worried because he knows Maverick does a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> you know? Well, and I think it's one of those things where uh, when you're at work and suddenly your boss or your supervisor is right there watching you. Yes. It's a tense feeling of, oh man, someone's really right here watching me now, you know? Um, so I, I think that's, that's maybe part of it too, is like, gosh, our, you know, basically our boss is, is here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You get that, that, oh crap, should I, should I do my job? Like I normally do it or should I do it by the book? <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. yeah. Yeah. Am I going to get in trouble if I don't do it the exact right way? You know, do they even know what I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny, you know, Viper's up here now, which is weird. I mean, yeah, I guess to do the whole two on two, who do you think, who else would have been the other pilot going up there to train them for the two versus two? You know, because yeah. the, the only, the only instructors that we know of is Jester and Viper's, you know, like the, the commander guy and Charlie's, uh, you know, an analyst, you know, so Charlie's not going to be up there. So who else is going to be up there? It's got to yeah. be Viper. Yeah, that's true. It's funny. You never see any of the other instructors. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just those two. And there are, you know, we obviously know there's way more than just two instructors at Top Gun, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm thinking that, you know, Viper's up there to do that, but I'm guessing Viper's up there actually to, kind of see what jester's doing making sure he's doing his job right if he's training these pilots the way that he wants them to be trained yeah i always i always wondered about that there was part of me that always wondered if he went up there purposely to, to test out maverick uh and, and that was always uh something i wondered you know because you know in the movie you see them kind of you know talking about you know if, would you want him as your wingman and stuff like that and there was there was just part of me that always wondered if that wasn't what he did on purpose was to go up there and just see how good Maverick was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> okay, but so we get we get Maverick who says you know, he's probably saying, "Holy shit, it's Maverick and Goose." Yeah. You know, you know, he's like, you know, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah, a whole back and forth type of thing. You know, love it. I love the I love the the reaction between uh, the two of them. The, the interaction between Maverick and Goose is phenomenal. Just oh, yeah. really awesome. Yeah, because Maverick's definitely not worried. He likes a challenge. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go and and uh, he says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he's saying that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you say so, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, I got my eye on the northern guy, and the and. and uh, Hollywood says, Roger, I got the Southern guy, which I always thought he said other guy until I looked at the subtitles and it's in the script. And yeah, it's Northern and Southern. So one's, you know, the Northerns, I'm guessing is the lead jet and the Southerns. So. Yeah, they're going to divide them up. You know, yep. and, um... Maverick says, Hollywood, you lead. I'll cover you. Which, hmm, that's different. You know? Yeah, the Maverick says he'll cover him because you know he don't like his you know he don't, he don't do well with wingmen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that is an interesting. And I'm thinking it's maybe it's him trying to turn the bend of of following the instructions more. Maybe that was an attempt, you know, to to conform. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course, we uh, we'll talk about what happens here down the road. <laughs> yeah. You see the two A fours just flying along together, and you know as they're talking back and forth about oh shit, here's here's vipers up here. You know they're putting on their masks and stuff, and and which we all we've talked about this before. You know those masks should have been on the whole time. You know they <laughs> yeah. don't they don't have time to be taking those masks <laughs> off or or to putting them back on. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. Would, they would go on, and stay on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's no. Uh, eye protection on their helmets here but yeah. that's just so you can see their faces you know yeah. absolutely yeah yeah there's, there's a shot right as they're coming up together and i i listened to the commentary on the dvd on the blu-ray and the um right before when they come up and they said i got the northern guy and i got the southern guy you know, you see the shot where all four planes are in the same shot they're coming up over this mountain ridge and yeah, they come in, you know, the two A4s come in towards the middle and the, the F-14s come in out from the sides and got all four on the same shot. And, they, and Pete Pettigrew says that was one of the hardest shots to get out of all the aerial uh, shots. Wow. It's, a, it's yeah. an awesome shot. You know, yeah. if, if anybody out there listening hasn't seen the movie, go check out that scene because, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know, yeah. over, over the desert and everything, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. Which is still funny because remember we have that ten thousand foot hard deck. <laughs> yeah, but they're obviously not ten thousand feet up. <laughs> no. Still, again, they're, they're like fifteen hundred. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can't get those shots at ten thousand feet. The cameras won't pick them up. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but then right at the very end of that, uh, at the end of the minute, you hear Viper say, "Break now, Jester." And one of the, you know, one of the planes goes right, and the other one or, and it goes vertical, you know. So, yeah, very dramatic shots. I mean, very dramatic maneuvering. Yeah, yeah. 
It's really awesome. Okay, so uh, uh, henchman, what's your uh, your relationship with the movie? I know you said you 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 saw it when you were younger, so tell yeah. us about that. Uh, so uh, I'll date myself here. I was six when uh, I first saw the movie. Um, six. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It came out in '86. I was born in '80. Uh, okay. So I think it came out in 86, I think. 86, yes. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was six years old. I did not see it in a the theater. Uh, I saw it when this new thing started called Video Rental. Yeah. Uh, and that was brand new. It was actually the first movie my mom ever rented and brought home for our brand new VCR. Uh, yeah. So uh, I can tell you right now, the very, see, so you got to rent the movie for the weekend. That's how mm-hmm. it was. Like you, she rented it on a Saturday. I think I watched it like three or four times while we had it because it was the coolest thing I ever saw. Um, the next weekend, she rented the second movie we ever rented, and that was one of the police academies. So uh, <laughs> I remember that vividly, uh, her doing it. It wasn't at a blockbuster. It was our grocery store. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I remember Top Gun was brand new, and they actually had like a cardboard origami Tomcat like hanging up. It was, really, it was from the studio or somebody. Like I mean, it was from the... Uh, movie you know the film company that was a promotional thing you can see but uh but i vividly remember that hanging up in the grocery store and you can go rent top gun so um yeah that's kind of my good memory is it really what got me into flying so uh i love the movie my friend megan is a tomcat pilot now she flies a super hornet um and uh really funny she said there's two types of pilots out there in the navy there are the guys who say that they uh, don't like the movie top or she said there are people who love the movie Top Gun and then there are liars. And uh, <laughs> so she said that's uh, very true. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I agree. Yeah. The, I've uh, talked to a few people who never watched the movie and huh. um, then they watched it and they still didn't like it. And, it. and it's hard to tell if they don't like it because it's dated a little mm-hmm. bit, but, or, they um they don't like it because it's tom cruise and you know with tom cruise's you know his antics he's you know into nowadays you know or you know so i don't i don't don't care for uh for me uh yeah i'll be honest with you like it doesn't bother me what tom's into it doesn't it just doesn't bother me like everybody's into their own thing right uh he was a perfect guy for the first film the tomcat is sexy i mean that's what it's all about and i'll be honest with you top gun maverick it's going to be awesome i have every faith out there that it's going to be just as awesome i love everything about top gun was sexy if you think about it the motorcycle the car you know that probably has old porsche you know i mean everything is just uh you know and to be honest while you know it took the tomcat community and the navy fighter uh community um you you know it made it look sexy from that point on they really did own it they embraced it like yeah you know what guys this is cool you know so a lot of them may tone down like the tomcat or top gun uh but at the end of the day it it did help shape a little bit of what we view the fighter community as so um it's a cool movie i love it very very good piece of nostalgia so yeah me too that's why i'm doing a podcast about it (laughs) yeah that's awesome it's awesome yeah all right um well go ahead and tell, let our listeners know where they can find you oh absolutely um i'm at the eaa aviation museum um the program's uh, representative there 
Uh, we're out in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, home of the biggest air show in the world. So come out and see us uh, last week of July. So uh, and look me up. I'm on Facebook and stuff. Uh, we're happy to be uh, out there talking about the F-14s or airplanes or anything else. I'm just an airplane nerd and uh, found a job to, that lets me be an airplane nerd. So I love it. Yeah. And plus, like we said, Apollo 13 minute. Oh, yes, absolutely. The Apollo 13 minute Jim O'Kane and I did. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, please look us up. Yeah, I listened to that podcast and it was it was it was very cool. I I liked it. I appreciate so, that. Thank you. Yeah. Ghost Rider, this is Kaboon requesting you to like and subscribe and share with your friends. If you could please rate and review me on your favorite podcasting apps. You can continue the discussion on Facebook at Top Gun Minute Listener School. Find us on Twitter at Top Gun Minute Pod. Send your emails to me at topgunminutepod at gmail.com. You can find us and all your other favorite movies done in this format at moviesbyminutes.com. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, this episode pattern is full. <laughs>